But do you think that was significant enough to those families that they were willing to die for that? Do you think when Invictus was written that that guy played that forward in his mind? Now, he was writing about a lost girl or a broken dream or something that happened in his own life. He wasn't thinking about the world in its condition at that time. But McVeigh was. But you got to think about Brutus was when, when Caesar allegedly looks at Brutus and goes, you too, Brutus, you're, you're one of these guys. Brutus had a long, rich history of killing people, and he had a long, rich history. Welcome to the Left of Craig podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Craig podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on The Left of Greg Show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today's episode is the first in a three-part series where we are explaining how historical events and stories sometimes get hijacked by history which results in people changing the significance of the past in order to suit the needs of the present. In this first episode, we dive into the history behind the phrase, beware the Ides of March, and we talk about how stories from the past affect our perception and our behavior in the present. We start by discussing the psychological and sociological effects of the changing seasons, and we explain how a simple environmental factor can have greater historical significance than many of the other factors people often discuss. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, Greg, and fair warning to you on this March 14th that we are recording this. I should probably tell you, beware the Ides of March. That's so. great. That's a 24-hour warning. <laughs> yes. Technically, it's it's historically been thought of as the it, 15th, it, it right? It is right around this yeah. time in general. So that, I guess, is the topic du jour uh, of what we're talking about. And uh, there's a, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the, to the reason behind all this stuff and how dates, uh, significant dates, start to coalesce um, yeah. during certain periods of the year. And what that means, you know, everything from people saying there's some significance to it, some by happenstance, and we'll get into all that. But, you know, it's important to understand sort of where this saying came from, of beware yeah. the Ides of March, and the significance overall. So I'll, I'll kind of give a quick background, and then we'll kind of start from there if that works. Okay, works so first of all, obviously, we're right now middle of spring, we're recording this on March 14th, or spring is about started the spring solstice is about to the, is coming up. But, you know, spring is that kind of renewal growth season to change his huge historical significance throughout human history. It's a fundamental changing the seasons. And you can go, you know, into all types of uh, different reasons why you know there's there's agricultural cycles so ancient societies spring was the beginning of the agricultural cycle um so the days uh, started to get a little bit longer so you could start to plant and grow crops for the year there's huge religious and cultural celebrations uh not just christianity with easter but uh, in jewish with passover and, and several others and and even religions that predate those uh, or or aren't in existence anymore. There's always huge spring sort of uh, celebrations. Then with astronomy and even what people then in the past would call astrology, right? The spring equinox happening here in a few days. I think I said solstice. I meant equinox. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, this is the Northern That's Hemisphere. For those of you taking notes. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I, whatever. It's early. I woke up at 2 a.m. this morning. So, um, but it's a big, big, uh, yeah, astronomical and astrological, if that's your thing, uh, uh, significance. And then historical events, um, all kinds of ancient wars start his Persian wars in ancient Greece, American Revolutionary War, the Arab Spring, uh, all of these different, um, you know, events sort of influenced by the change of the seasons. And so to get to the specifically the, the Ides of March, well, the Ides was, uh, you know, it, literally part of the ancient Roman calendar indicating the middle of the month. So any the Ides was always the middle of any month. And then to depending on you know how long that month was it fit in right around there somewhere the 13th or 15th day of the month but the ides of march which would fall on march 15th which would be tomorrow as we're from when we're recording this was especially important date in the roman calendar it marked the first full moon of the year and was traditionally associated with the settling of debts right and and, and obviously the the springtime and, and the harvest you know everything i just talked about but in the context of shakespeare's play of julius caesar Right. The phrase beware the Ides of March sort of has this sinister connotation because it was used to warn, you know, someone warned Julius Caesar of his impending assassination and told him beware the Ides of March. And he, of course, chose to ignore that. Right. And and found out what happened. Um, but since that since Shakespeare used that. It's sort of uh, been used in film, literature, all kinds of stuff since then to convey some sort of sense of impending danger or misfortune and has this bigger kind of significance of this like cautionary tale of, I would say, overconfidence and complacency maybe, right? So so that's sort of the historical thing where it comes from. So, you know, going back from starting with the Ides of March, this is a little bit behind it. Um, So... I just wanted to give a little bit of the background of that because what's happened now is people start to say, well, you know, there's an increase in attacks or significant events in March. Uh, um, th- this is throughout history of what we've seen, which is technically not true, but I also get why people say that, right? So I'll, I'll kind of want to start there, Greg, and I'll let I'll let throw to you before I go any farther of how we want to discuss. I guess everything I brought up and, and what we're going to talk about today and why, so, why people do this. Why do we go, okay, beware the Ides of March, Greg, it, it, you know, what, what does that, what does that mean in today's terms, I guess? So here's, here's the thing. Not a lot of our listeners or viewers, uh, Brian, know that you're a cosmetologist. So that was great that is you that were able cos- to. Did I, is that what I even, I, I think I meant no, no, to say astral- I'm oh, just, Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you because it's been an early day. And meth is a hell of a drug. It is. So uh, uh, you you went over so much just then that I've got a third of a page of notes, and I want to go unorthodox. Okay. This is why. Because I want people to listen to the words that are coming out of your head so they can understand what significance March truly has in the eyes. So let's go to uh, Finland. So Finland, a lot of the food, and especially the baked goods that they eat, are, are made with uh, different rye and, and, and other grains uh, because they have a shorter, mm-hmm. colder, wetter season. Yep. Okay. So, so just because you look at your calendar and think, oh, this is the beginning of my growing season, <laughs> yeah. I would say go to a thousand years after the death of, of Jesus Christ, the first uh, uh, reference of the Hindu Kush, which literally means the Hindu killer. So between Hindu Pakistan death, right? and China, yeah. and yeah, and so why? Because anybody that was trying to come in and out of Afghanistan, or in and out of Pakistan, or in and out of China through the Kush, depending on the season, they died on mass. That yeah. was a great killer. It was wicked hot in the summer, and it was wicked cold in the winter. So it named a thing, right? So so we knew to beware, just like you would say, beware the Ides of March. 
there's some guy in India that was telling another uh, uh, guy with a mule and his wife, hey, if you're going through the Kush, be careful because it's yeah. the killer. So uh, a couple of nights ago on Turner Classic, Brian, it was uh, uh, Pacino and Dog Day Afternoon. That is like uh, they shoot horses. Don't uh, they? I'm a film buff, but I hate that film. Yeah. But there's something very important about it. We call the dog days of summer the mm-hmm. hottest, most yep. unbearable days of summer. So where does it come from? It comes from one Canis Major, the big dog, the star in the sky, and Sirius, the little dog, coming the same thing. And that's normally during July and the first part of August when it's the hottest. So we have a history of humans of looking at stuff and naming it and equating it with something else, whether it fits or not. And, and yes. once that's stuck, Brian, yeah. it's hard to unstick. That's what it, I want to say. It, it is. And no, you went to the uh, the cosmology there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to keep using that word. But no, that that's was the great. Aries and Taurus during during this that type of year, too. Yes. And so they, they start to, to, to name things. Now, here's why I said there sometimes is significance, even though it doesn't really correlate to something over time as, you know, they're more likely to have something in March. The idea is like you just brought it up. The Hindu Kush up in the Afga- up in the uh, the mountains in between Afghanistan and Pakistan. Well, when does the fighting season start? Well, you it starts it. in spring when the th- yeah. when when the snow thaws. That's yeah. when it picks up, and they harbor up during the winter because it's hard to move around. It's hard to stay warm. It's hard to get supplies. So you have to. It's just the, it's just the way of life in that area. And but but that's um all humans in a sense are like that. We're wired that. What yeah. do we do? We fatten up during the winter. Right to 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 survive, we have to uh, uh, gather up what are what we need to make it through, and then when that spring comes, man, that's that rebirth. Hey, we made it. We lived. Some people might not have lived, right? right. And and we did. So, so one, we have to celebrate that, and and so that's where all these different uh, traditions come from. And then it's it's literally significance. The weather change. We can get out more. We can start to plant. We have to start prepare for the year. And it's almost it's it's actually typically the new year. So spring was right. always the new. It wasn't January first, the middle of winter, some random time because right. of. Pope Gregory and the Jesuits making the exactly. Gregorian calendar, Gregorian which is, calendar. well, it's the most accurate can- calendar, you know, we, we have. So, um, but, but it was always in the spring time frame because why? Because of that, because that was the new year. We made it through the death of the winter and now we're going to survive hopefully another year. So, so we look at Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and we say that the, the rat that comes out of the hole, if it sees its shadow, right? Dog. So, and then we have uh, uh, the the time change that we refer to as spring forward. Right. Uh, uh, and everybody's, oh, well, it's associated with what? Well, the, generally the first day of spring, right around there, you know, it's very close. And that's why the Ides of March, and you're exactly right, that's when I pay back a debt, why, why it's significant to Caesar, because the debt was being paid, right? Yeah. But uh, that's that 14th to 16th, and generally what's the middle of the 14 and 16? 15. And yeah. most uh, months are about 30 days, right? Yeah. So that matches. So when we take a look at something like the term spring fever, Okay. There's a term that's right next to it that's called cabin fever. Yeah. Now, now as a copper in the windswept streets of Metro Detroit, when you had a thing called lake effect snow. Oh yeah, we and had that in Chicago. People were out there and they had a shovel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They had to shovel their parking space and put their folding chair out there, yep. so everybody knew that I shoveled that space for me. You do you not had park there. Homicides yeah. that you would not believe. Why? Because spring fever hit and cabin fever 
meant that I was in the house too long. And the great thing about them is both of them are psychologically based and physiologically based. It's based on your serotonin levels. It's based on your sleep cycles. So when you take a look at, at, at uh, uh, your mental calendar, when you have better sun and you have better temperatures, you're in a better mood, Brian. Mm-hmm. You you sleep better. You eat better. You have a wider variety of food than you do during the winter. And you're generally more amiable. Uh, when you don't, then the neighbor, you remember the the, the video, the horrible video that I, oh, that I hate to yeah. look at and watch where, where uh, uh, shoveling snow and a little bit of meat mouthing turns into a homicide suicide and three yeah. people are dead five minutes later. It was in Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just a years think ago. about that for a minute. Okay. What happens is all of those things that you would have taken lightly if you were in Barbados, yeah. that you wouldn't have worried you're about the, yeah. if it was 75 yeah. and you're having a lemonade and your neighbor uh, uh, chunks a bone uh, uh, from their dog with their lawnmower and it goes through your picture window. Okay. If that was a snowblower, right? And a yeah. month earlier, you'd be hacking them to death with a machete. And yeah. people go, well, yeah, but is that really based in psychology and physiology? Yeah. yeah. Where have you been? Where have you been? Exactly. You know? It, so so what we have to understand that sometimes there's a root like Punxsutawney Phil that, that isn't historically accurate, but it's his, his, historically significant. Then there's other things which are historically, physiologically, psychologically, sociologically accurate and 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 significant as well. That's why, you know, when I was building it, I, I still go back to, to some of the Marine leaders that didn't understand me back in the day. And when I came up with the combat rule of threes, and it was three with an apostrophe S, and they go, you can't apostrophe <laughs> apostrophize threes. Wait, if it's I go, three, well, I've been doing it for it's already multiple, my entire right? life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But the idea is that threes matter. And so the combat rule, and they go, so you mean the combat well, it's rule? It's not just three. one three. And I would go, it's, no, it's, it's several of three. Yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> so, so, so still to this day, that's a gating mechanism. If you don't understand that part of it, like I was on LinkedIn the other day, and some guy is a uh, 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 combat hunter instructor trainer. How, how can you be? I know all of them. I've never heard of you. Well, I would call that guy and ask him about the combat rule of threes. Why? Because, Brian, if you pick three things that come together in that time frame, the longer yes. shadows, the cloudier sky, mm-hmm. and these rodents coming out of their burrows to look for food. What do you got? You got the story of Punxsutawney Phil, right. you know, one of the, fam- the most famous groundhog in the world. And people center their lives around that stuff. It's a, you said it earlier with the pagan celebrations and Christmas yeah. and holidays. What happens is we marry ourselves to a date. Now, why do we find, therefore, it to be surprising like like uh i think it's in it without referring to, to to the calendar or anything i think it's like the 31st at the end near the end of march when reagan got shot it's also the last quarter when when uh bush uh, uh launched the invasion against saddam yeah why is that significant because let's put the the foot on the other shoe let's wear a sandal for a minute and let's think about that day what was that day? That's the day of shock and awe when hell reigned. You get what I'm trying to say? And then I remembered that years ago during that period, an American president was almost killed by just a man on the street. And what did, what did that turn into, Brian? Now I'm looking at my mud hut and I'm going, hey, 
fuck, I could take on America. Do you, do you understand how that coalesces? Yeah. What, what happened is it simply turns into this thing. And then every year when the grandfather is sitting down with the grandkids and all of a sudden those days are getting longer, right? What's he saying? Well, now you can't go to bed because it's still daylight. And you know what happened 27 years ago on this day? And it becomes that significant event. We have to understand that sometimes we co-opt an event, yes. or a date rather, and sometimes the date co-ops, co-ops us. us. Absolutely. Right? And that, that's that's with, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I always talk about it too. It's not kind of a little off topic, but with, with historical sayings or quotes yeah. or something where it gets, I, I call it kind of like hijacked by history where, That's you know, it, it, so it gets, true. it gets, it gets taken to a completely different direction or under a different meaning. And you don't always know that meaning. It's funny. Cause on this one, I always see people quote that. What's that fucking, it's that poem that the, it was a, the guy wrote it, it was a one hit wonder. It was, uh, uh, I, I'm the captain of my, I'm the captain of my soul, the master of my, soul captain my fate captain my soul fate whatever it's really early in the morning but you know you know what i'm talking about i hate it because everyone loves that it's invictus and everyone's like oh, i was like and ask uh, who, anyone who loved invictus well who, I, that's what i'm saying it has is, two sides buddy yeah so yeah. so here's the thing everyone loves that and i always ask them who wrote it and no one ever knows because the right. person who wrote it was like a it was literally a one-hit wonder right but uh but you, you everyone likes using that term but that was that was tim mcveigh tim mcveigh recited that poem um, before he was executed and, and, you know, then said 167 to one, like come get some, but the, exactly. so, so that stuff gets hijacked by history. And, and so what we start to do is like you said, we, we go, well, this is a significant area and, and it is. And here's, yep. here's why I think that time is significant. It's simply, it's a transition period and, and it, it's a transition period right. from winter to spring, like from coming out of the cave out to, to starting that sort of next year and tr- what we talk about transition periods are always there's uncertainty there's anxiety right so of course so, there is so that's the uh, to, to me that's the underlying uh so what i get or not just so what but that's the underlying cause of this the way we think about this the psychological and sociological reactions to it because i i, I don't know well we're coming out of the cave and and the, you know exactly. and we all know like the sun's coming out it's like that if it, i remember if you sure you had the same thing when you're a kid and like it's that first day, maybe in March, where it's sunny out and like 50 degrees, but there's still snow yep. on the ground. And you're yep. all out there. You're wearing shorts, a T-shirt, and you're having exactly. snowball fights because it's the coolest thing ever. And you think, oh, my God, it's so warm out. And it's literally just barely above 50 degrees. But the sun is out and you feel that. Th- those transition times are, are, are significant. You're talking about something that everybody has noticed. They just haven't looked at it the right way. So let me polish their lens for just a second. Have you seen early in the spring? when there is still snow on the ground and it's that 50 degree day yeah. and the kids lined up to school aren't wearing their coats yeah, and they're wearing their shorts and they're yeah. freezing to death, but they're <laughs> rocking back and forth. Why? Because I have to show off my spring body because I'm getting ready in a few years to, uh, uh, you know, try to populate the species. And, and so, you know, you're trying to look good and I'm trying to look good for each other. And the bus stop just happens to be our bar or our yeah. church yeah. for that day. So what does that mean? Well, let's go back to Invictus, which is great. You finally got that one. That is how you, that was the final question on your cosmology degree. Uh, and I would, I would talk to McVeigh because McVeigh's a good guy to think about because McVeigh was a thinker. He is an animal. He's, uh, he's a yeah. monster, but he was a thinker. So he when he's a arrested, he was, yeah, he, yeah, he, he was. was when, yeah. When they, when they talk about, you know, people who, who made it on their own, yeah, that's resilient. Him. Yep, that's him. Absolutely. So when he's arrested, he's wearing a shirt that says Six Emperor Tyrannus and he's got a picture of Lincoln on it. Okay. It's also got a picture of John Wilkes Booth on it. 
and it's a wanted poster. Why is that significant? Well, if we think of Six Hubbard Tyrannus, that's been around the term for thousands of years, and most of us associate it with the, the play Julius Caesar by Shakespeare, Brian, but it's been around forever. It, it, it's been a, it was in Homer's Odyssey. It, it's just a term that people would shake their fist at and use for government overreach. Right. And, and, and so what is it? Thus always the tyrants. So don't push me around. You can't hold me down. Uh, I'm sure during the Boston Massacre, which happened in March, by the way, yeah. uh, uh, somebody yelled six emperor Tyrannus. Do you get what I'm trying to say? No taxation without representation. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's a theme, right? So yeah. now we take a look at that and we say, okay, well, why was it significant that he had uh, uh, you know, th- that photo on there? Well, Lincoln was killed by John Wilkes Booth. Uh, uh, in Ford's theater during the the play, my American cousin, right, shoots him, dies later, yeah. jumps off the stage, yells it uh, out. What's what's John Wilkes Booth, Booth's father's name? Junius Brutus Booth, and they're all actors. And it's Junius Brutus Booth because yeah. early in their career, they said, "You remember that play by Julius Caesar? You that- thespian, you. That's how you say thus always the tyrants. You kill them." Uh, that's how you pay him back on the Ides of March. Look at that string. Now, I just played that string backwards, but do you think that was significant enough to those families that they were willing to die for that? Do you think when Invictus was written that that guy played that forward in his mind? Now, he was writing about a lost girl or a broken dream or something that happened in his own life. He wasn't thinking about the world in its condition at that time, but McVeigh was. But 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 you got to think about Brutus was when when Caesar allegedly looks at Brutus and goes, you too, Brutus, you're you're one of these guys. Yeah. Brutus had a long, rich history of killing people. He did. And he had a long, rich history of saying, this is fucked. I'm going to fight you over it. So that it happened in the Senate and that Brutus was part of the cabal. That's no surprise to anybody. But we want to take. When we co-opt history and history doesn't hijack us, by the way, great, great episode title. What happens is that we get caught up in the moment and we start using confirmation bias to make the story fit what we want to preach. Yes. So we can't have a rough edge. So we sand down the edge with time. You get what I'm trying to say? And now all of a sudden Invictus is written for me. Now all of a sudden the groundhog was the one that, you know, old Josiah saw when he was coming out of the John Deere plant. And none of that shit's true, but it's still significant. And and so it's almost these are significant dates for some people, which in certain situations may uh, uh, cause it. Like we do take into account significant dates because they, they mean something to people. But but at the same time, I can't, I can't then extrapolate that data set or that 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 one piece of information, that one uh, area of significance across a population, right? Or it's it's almost like the um, what's the one? Oh, it must be a full moon tonight. It's like okay, there, lunacy. Okay, yeah, so well, you're or my, my wife does that. Where does which, it come which, from? Yeah, I, I don't know if I should. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the show. Which she just, oh my god. <laughs> Mercury That's must be great. in retrograde. Everyone's acting crazy, and I, I, it drives me nuts when she says right. shit like that because I'm like, that, that, that they're, you're, you're, you're attributing significance to a series of events that have nothing to do with one another. Yes, I understand why you'd think that way, but you're starting to grasp at these things. But, but, and it, it, so, so that's that's the thing. Even going back to astrology, which is just, it's it's astrology. So, sorry to bash anyone here who's into exactly. astrology, but but when that was the original 
uh, uh, science of what became astronomy, right? So, so meaning there was people who were originally looking at the stars for significance and a way to uh, uh, yes. hand down stories and explain yes. things over time. So it had significance. Now, that doesn't mean you go get your fucking palm read and that lady knows what right. you're talking about. Well, but think, 2,000 think years ago, that was the best that they had. Okay, so uh, uh, you, you're making me read a book that um, I'm halfway through about everybody lies. And it's not about everybody lying. What it's about is it's about data. Yeah. And uh, the I like bigger that the one. data set, the better. Yeah. And I read it because I like you and I want to know what you're reading. Uh, uh, in Mad Magazine, that's what I'm reading. And Brian <laughs> t- never reads it and it makes me mad. Uh, uh, but when, when I look at the theme, uh, I would call your attention to me laying on my back and looking up at the stars and saying, well, there's uh, Orion's belt and here are the uh, archers, uh, bow and all that other stuff. Look, what happens is the sky is too vast right. for me to understand. So I pick a smaller data set within that large data set mm-hmm. and I claim it. And, and I don't claim it thinking about where you are in the world. I claim right. it from where I am. So if I'm in the Southern hemisphere and you're 6,000 miles away on the other side of the equator, west of me, for example, it wouldn't have the same significance. But there's certain things associated with those dates that are bigger than both of us, no matter that 6,000-mile distance right. because of the big data set in, in the sky, right? So what happens is now when I build my form of pyramid, that's kind of a pyramid like you. It's stacked rocks, right? Yeah. Yours is more pointed. Mine is more layered. Yeah. Okay. When you line it up, it goes north, south, east, and west. And you're going, wow, that's significant. And then all of a sudden you go, well, if you look through that hole at the top, when the moon is in that hole, it's time to plant, right? And when the moon is in that other hole, it's time to reap what you what you sowed or, or it's going to go fallow. It's going to go bad. And you're going, holy shit. So there's got to be a UFO because everybody on Earth <laughs> yeah. saw the significance. So do you see what I'm talking about? What, what right. happens is that we have a smaller data set yeah. which we can draw reasonable conclusions. When compared against a big data set, things fall out of it and they're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And we learn over time from that, right? But the uh, geographics and uh, uh, the astrology, which became the astronomy, astronomy yeah. gave us a good start on when to plant and when to harvest, Absolutely. when to get married, when to have kids. Because if you had a kid during the wrong month, which doesn't matter much now, but if you're in Senegal, you get what I'm trying to say? It might matter a lot. Back to my Finland story about the, the wheat harvest versus the rye. Okay, You have to understand what your role is in the world, in the time, in the place. So sociologically, you might have uh, an imperative. But Brian, if you have the kid in the wrong month and you're all of a sudden somewhere out in the back of the Yukon uh, and you don't have yeah. the type of milk right. or fat or warmth or you know, fire source or something like that, the kid might uh, uh, have a deficit or the kid might die. So so everything happens for a reason. And wh- I'll sum it up by this. Being an investigator my entire life, and you are as well, that's what we get along so well. Shelly is, Sean, uh, uh, William Atkinson, a couple of people that we really absolutely love. Jim Chunyard is a perfect yeah. one. Rocky Mastretta. I-, I could go on and on. Those people that we love the most are lifelong learners and they're investigators. So when you see somebody clubbing somebody like a harp seal and there's a homicide, you have to stop and say, not what the motive is, but you have to stop and say, okay, I saw the demonstration of intent. Where did that foment? Where did that truly start? Okay. And, and now you talk about like, uh, uh, for example, uh, March is another date uh, significant to the uh, Nazi party. 
uh, uh, it, it, those that are still around and those that call themselves Nazis because it was an invasion of, of uh, Austria. Uh, okay, so uh, not a shot was fired, invasion of Austria. Significant from your point of view because it was too much snow to go over the Alps to go in yeah. and, and take Zurich. You get what I'm trying to say? Okay, but it's also significant that that was a beginning of, of. a push, right? Yes. And so now those dates, just like uh, uh, in America, we talk about Pearl Harbor. Uh, there's other countries in the world that don't give a shit about Pearl Harbor right. because it never impacted them and they didn't lose a soul. That's what we have to balance, Brian. So an investigator and a learner doesn't just look at the date. They go, before I go to work today, were there any significant events that happened on this date that I can co-opt? Can I use them to my advantage and say, hey, thank God uh, uh, for all you women out there because it's National History Month for women. Okay, or you say, hey, today was the the biggest airline disaster in history and i'm going to the airport probably not the time to you know uh, joke about the the small seating on a plane do you see what i'm trying to say how you could use life to its fullest by just understanding some of the stuff that keeps us going every day through dates through times through seasons no and you, and you brought the historical um you know understanding a understanding the historical significance of something uh using intent versus motive i mean that you, yes. you brought it up with the whole I, I love watching ancient aliens on History Channel. It's hysterical, and I, if I, if I fall asleep to it. I like the one right. guy with the crazy hair. But the oh, whole point favorite. is we're, we're, we're looking through it from that perspective. So you, you just gave a simple explanation where they said, okay, the intent is I need to measure things so I know and pass down to the next generation when we plant the food, when we harvest the food, when this is going to happen. So I have exactly. to measure that because that's my whole entire life, my whole entire world. And you exactly. know what? I. I can see the moon. I can see the moon and I can measure where that's at in the sky over time. That's very simple, right? So let's develop a lunar calendar that tells us this stuff. And then exactly. but because we have a different way of doing it now, because we have our technology seeing it through our perspective, we go, oh my gosh, they built this. This is incredible. Why would they do that? What, what is the point? You know what? Exactly. The aliens came down because they need a landing pod to control. So it's like, wait, what? Like, hang on. Like, it's usually the simplest explanation. And then what happened to humans? Someone came along then said, hey, wait, the, the lunar one isn't as good as, you know what? I don't think the Earth is the center of the universe here. Uh, I think it might be the sun. You know what I mean? And then and then our measurements that got different. had to happen. And, and so that will evolve over exactly. time. And now to. maybe we're in the multiverse and there's something at the center and our universe is on the out. And maybe a thousand years from now, someone will crack the code on that. But today right. we have what we have. And so, so, you so have you're spot on. And let me throw in Al Gore. Let me throw Al Gore under the bus. Uh, Al Gore, who was roommates with... Uh, 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 Lee Jones, what's his name? Uh, the, the actor, the oh, Tommy Lee guy. Jones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they were roommates, but every, briefly, every Al Gore, uh, uh, uh theory and projection about what was going to happen and when went to wayside, just like, uh, uh, Greta Thunberg's that world is going to end, you know, in, in 2023. Why? Just like the Mayan calendar, Brian, yeah. we're looking at too small a data set. Yeah. So when we take a look at weather and we take a look at the Earth, we have to understand it's been around for a good long time. So if we only took the stock market from last Tuesday till today, right. or we took the stock market from 
you know, a hundred years ago till today, we're going to get different calculus. We're going to see a different uh, trend emerge. And that's my second caution. My second caution, other than being a lifelong learner and lifelong investigator, there's always something there, uh, is don't put all your eggs in one basket because, again, you're thinking that it's this because this has happened. I would say expand your data set and don't just look locally look globally, because there's probably a precedent that's been set somewhere, or uh, uh, a theorem, or or somebody tried a hypothesis, and you need to know about it. And if yeah. all you're doing is going to Wikipedia for your research, you're never going to hear of it, and you're never going to understand it. And, and there's times that we've been in the room where somebody was talking about something, like a, a Steve Drum, we're going to have him as a guest, and a yeah. The, the first couple of pages of Drum's book, he talks about left the bang, not the book left the bang. He talks the about mindset, the theory the of the mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so every time I read that, I grin because we've got, you know, we knew the bet that was coming in. We were Martha Stewart. We had insider information on that. And that feels good. So I would tell everybody that's out there, uh, uh, don't just go blindly into it and read the, the what, what's that road sign? You know, the what's a big thing that they have on a highway that you look at and it tells you the, the truth. The billboard. Okay. Uh, the billboard. And back in the day, what was it? It was the barn with Burma shave. Yeah. And back in the day before that, it was Pompeii. The wine sucks at yeah. into the yeah. side of the building. That's always been out there, Brian, but that's one person's opinion. What I would say, I say, you need to back off the gas a little bit, you know, pump the brake and take a look around and go, what's the rest of the world saying about this well, event? What, that, what really is here? Well, that's almost back to the sort of meaning behind beware the Ides of March about warning against overconfidence, right? I mean, yes. that, that actually ties into to sort of what this saying has has become and grown to, but but that that has nothing to do with this time of year as it is with anything, right? You want to warn against right. complacency and overconfidence. Those two, you got to balance those things out where you can't just be sitting on your ass thinking everything's fine, but you can't just be so confident in what you're doing. You know what I mean? That that you're, well, you're so here, sure of yourself. It's always here, that here, balance, the, the MLMD COA, right? It, it's it's exactly what, what, what is it that we're That's we're where these things come here. from. We didn't make this shit up. It's been around forever. We just happen to be the first to name it. First to point uh, he, it and go, that might be more important than something else. But we weren't the first to name it because that's why we're called Arcadia Cognorati. Uh, okay. I call it ML, MD, uh, 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 MD COA. Uh, so a lot of other people do, but COA was already always around. I just added the ML and the MD because it made more sense in my brain. People adopted that, but guess who else uh, uh, talked about that? We're back to the ancient Greeks that used a different word, but they meant the exact same thing. So, yeah. so the, the ancient because Greeks the held up a cat yeah. and looked at the shade on the cat <laughs> rather than the groundhog because right. they didn't have a damn groundhog. That's what I'm talking about. You have to take a look at the wisdom behind it, right? And, and, and not, not to bag on our Stoics again, but the idea is that if you're looking at somebody else's quote and you're adopting it and saying, that's what I'm going to base the rest of my life on, you can't. You, yeah, what you got to do is you got to say, what's your quote? Yeah. What's your dojo uh, uh, insignia? What's what's your Brian Doe karate yeah. that you're going to attack the world with? And and that's life right there. That That's figuring out well, uh, that's life the, the from take, everybody that's gone before. Take everything that you've learned and figure out how it works best for you, not what's yes. the best one thing to do for you it's going to be a mix of everything and i think that's that's sort of part of what we're talking about because that yes. allows you to face the uncertainty and anxiety of a transition period that we're in 
literally for the seasons right now. I mean, that that's that's why there's that that unsettling feeling sometimes. That's why when fall comes in and you get that little chill and the air changes a little bit and you feel yep. that, you don't just feel that as a temperature, like you feel that in your in your body. You feel that at a DNA level going, the 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 weather's changing, storms are coming, winter's here. Like we need to be prepared. That's a that's a feeling that it's you a don't warning have to, get to your spine. It, right. it, but but it's 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 ingrained in your DNA in a sense. Yep. Now some people are more attuned to that than others, but but it's 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 inside you, and and so that's kind of what we think. And it, it goes back to even we said again. I bring it up the 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 intent, you know, versus 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 motive of of what yes. all of this means, and and you know you can you can pick any cluster of dates and say this is significant and that's why <laughs> combat rule of threes was so important because we right. said not all of those are important they're not all significant this guy is is uh eating with his left hand because he burned his iron on his right hand not because it's a social message right so so what you have to do is you have to take a step back and you have to say these three things keep coming up in my environment are they significant? And then you say, no, uh, one, it's, it, it's, you know, random Two, it's happenstance, but three keeps coming up. Now I take a look at it and I go, okay, there is a reason for this because these folks know sunrise in the East and sets in the West. So this is the best place to put my plant in the morning. Yeah. And if, uh, uh, the water's too brackish, the plant is going to die. Why is brackish. that important? Uh, you know, thank you. Write that <laughs> one down. But, but why is that important? Because March is important. And yeah. if you plant at the wrong time, Okay, we're back to Finland again. And your plants die because you get the first frost and you didn't have the little smudge pot up there, you know, warming up your plants. Then, Brian, that might be the only seedlings you have. Why do we have a seed bank? And and why is that yeah. seed bank up, you know, built into someplace? To, yeah. to keep, because, look, if we F around too much and make a mistake, we could all die. So so the same it goes right back to the breeding. It goes to the feeding. It goes to the marriage. It, it goes to, to uh, uh, the seven brides of, uh, for seven brothers, not understanding that one of the, the most famous songs in that uh, 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 musical is about the rape of the Sabine women. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. To procreate a species, not being punitive or, you know, uh, we don't understand sometimes how simple the world really is and, right. and how absolutely obvious these uh, uh uh warnings are so when you talk about the chill in the air and the first frost and everything else brian that's supposed to go to your brain yep. that's supposed to go to your right your, to your, your spine your yeah. prehensile tail and it's supposed to scare the shit out of you so you go out there and start storing those things my dad for his entire life uh couldn't eat smoked meat or salt cured meat and and I would always ask him, Dad, why is that? He ate so and, much and because of it. He was shooting, yeah. He yeah. was shooting squirrels in our yard in Detroit. He was shooting bunnies out of the garden. And we would eat those son of a bitches. He would gig frogs, Brian. We'd eat them, but he wouldn't eat salt meat. Why? Because during the Depression, that's all yeah, they had. That's all they had. He was grown up. Everything had to be smoked. Why? Uh, when you take a look at something like a recipe for jerk chicken, or or you go to uh, Saudi Arabia where we've eaten some incredible meals, but uh, like the thub, you remember that yeah, little thub. lizard thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to cook some shit a long time. Yeah. Uh, my 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 dear friend Bob Sunderland, God rest his soul, uh, when when he would cook venison and he goes first put some vanilla in there, then you got to put a lot of beer, then you want some cayenne <laughs> pepper and let it set for three weeks. Why? Yeah, because it tasted so shitty, shitty and fetid <laughs> that you had to do that, and we don't understand that. But yeah. that's right back to so so everything our religion or choice of not our 
planting seasons, the poems ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy has nothing to do with about posies. It has to do about the ashes that are falling yeah. down because we had to burn the bodies during the plague. So, it, so, and there's another March, uh, Spanish influenza came to the United States from, uh, uh Europe in March and started killing soldiers because they were the first ones yeah. that were exposed to it during the Spanish right civil the war. war. Yeah. So think of that. And if that's the only thing you get on the news of your day at the reading wall, maybe that becomes how you uh, break in the new year. Yeah, right. Okay. No, it's it, not the plant. It's the death. It, 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 hard's too, uh, ground's too hard to bury. Don't, so, so March is the burying month. So are you saying, I look at it as don't go into, we, we get so wrapped around the detail of a specific yes. belief structure when we don't look at the underlying tenets of they're all the same. I mean, I mean, they're meaning all, literally like right. they all come you're from something Everybody deeper. hates us now because you well, said that. No, but, 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 so but it's true. it's it's deeper than psychology. It's deeper than neuroscience. It's, it's deeper, deeper than, than human religion. Right? It's deeper so, than exactly than, than you know uh, uh, paganism or atheism right. or or right. Christianity or anything. Like it's so it's it's deeper than that because it's about survival. It's about the cell. It's, it's survival at a cellular level for the entire Precisely. species. And 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 that's when we get into these periods of what what the importance or the significance is um and and so i want to be aware of that and then now will it start to become will those dates start to coalesce on their own well well yeah of course yeah, they will. i know from time in afghanistan that look man when march starts rolling around that's when that's when the t t talibs start coming down from the mountain they start yep. cracking open up where were they in the mountains they weren't hiding in a cave they were home yeah. they went home because yeah, they, they home. knew they couldn't fight, fight they knew they could over. so, yeah. so I'll, I'll give you one afghan story and 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 i'm not going to violate any sacred trust so all of a sudden in a helo looking down at the road you remember this the the road snowy the snow is deep and all of a sudden where they had dropped the ammunition crates of the russian 7.62 by 39 and different ammo the 54 uh down uh, the ammo strewn about, and you can see the snow has moved. And the the helo pilot uh, is talking, and he looks at the guy, and he says, "Hey, take a look down there. They abandoned the ammo. They must be withdrawing." And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, "The only thing that's missing down there is the wood from the crates. Oh, they took the wood for yeah. the fire because it was cold as shit. You you can't eat anything with a <laughs> yeah. a five five six. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so what that pilot did." is that Pilot created yeah. an alternative reality. And he doesn't understand that that resonated with the that, scared people that were in the helo well, with them it, it and became the truth of that village. Well, it tells you what's important to the people in that environment. The wood exactly. and that ammo is more important to them than the ammo itself. That they tells you never where, carried it, while flipping ammo a foot, Brian. That, that, exactly. well, that, that tells you what's important to them, right? That tells you but, what they're going to but use. But do you see for. how that could have been an urban yeah. legend? Yeah, you yeah. see how that could have been the, oh, oh, you don't understand. That's this. No, it's not. And and I would say my third and final uh, uh, admonition for this episode is most things are exactly what you think they are. Okay. So sometimes really reading are. too far into something and trying to make the connection, that's why your favorite show about the American uh aliens or whatever that is the okay. ancient aliens yeah what do they always do they always ask a question so could it be that stonehenge is really the landing well, strip for a look you could come 30 light years across yeah. space but you have to lean two rocks together to yeah. you know mark your space kiss I, my, kiss you my know, that's the, that's the yeah. Well, I just what I love about that show specifically is because they'll have some person on there who's some expert in whatever this thing is they're going to talk about from whatever PhD in yes. university, this person, their whole life has been studying this. And they go very clinically like, 
all right, here's what we know. Here's what we can prove. Here's what we think it was used for. Here's why we think that. Here's the evidence to support that claim. And they go through it. And it's awesome. So it's really cool. You'll get to learn about something. And then they, yep. they cut to the guy and he goes, but what if? The hair zips up yeah. here. And, and he's I got love the it. puka shell I laugh, necklace. I laugh every yeah. time. I love it. I just because just I love the story and I love yeah. how people question that stuff and they want to create this, you know, and, and they, they, yeah. they they the person's not being, you know, he they, he genuinely thinks that, that that could be true. Good on him. Like they're not right. being nefarious, not trying to sell me some product or something like that. He's just, you know, coming with this alternative but, belief. But, but it, look it is, at that. I love, it. I, love it. I, I, I do too, because it's suspension of disbelief. Yeah. So you understand that the bread box and the cookie jar had a role. It kept the insect larvae off your food. Yeah. It kept it uh, fresher, fresher longer. longer. Yeah. But if you're a kid and you look at those two items, they're boxes intended to keep you, you out. out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So if you took that kid away I, and I, formed a society after that, and he wrote all the history of the society, look at how different a cookie jar would have been in his history. Right. No, I say it's funny. I still remember my grandma's like the like to me there was like the heaviest thing in the face of the planet was the lid of that cookie jar. To me, yep. I just still remember and the, like the noisiest too. It was so loud. You were sitting there, you wrapped towels around it to try to make sure that when you lifted, and then all of a sudden that waft of the smell of the cookies oh, came through, yeah, and yeah. you're like, somebody's who's in the cookie jar, and you're like, yeah. how can they know? So you'd get but these shortbread ones, which that, I wasn't even that huge for. They were so good, I could smell the ginger ones, the ginger snaps that she young, liked. Young, yeah, 1990 Brian yeah. would have written our history. Brian, why do you think that I, I'm so careful not to take stuff off the internet? Because I, I'll leave stuff on the internet. We'll correct stuff on social yeah. media. But a lot of times we adopt something that is horse shit without doing uh, uh, the, the right amount of research. Or we do too much conjecture. And now we've got a conspiracy theorist. And, and this day, with, with humans nowadays, they would rather scan a headline and believe it that yeah, deep dive, it, I feel it, sometimes. And that's with a lot of stories and a lot of things where people ask us, hey, how come you guys don't comment on this or comment on that? And it's like, um, yeah. that's not really the story. Like there's deeper, they, even some of the, you see that a lot in politics or, or different, what seem to be politics, which aren't even policy issues with different cultural issues. And you're like, you're arguing about something. Why don't you just talk about what's really going on? Like you're, you're choosing this thing to get upset metaphor, about something else, but right, it's not right, right. really what you're upset about. Like, no. and, and that happens all the time. And it's, it's unfortunate that, that people see things that way, but it's, that's how, that's how humans are. That's why we're discussing this. And exactly. so, so I, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we talk about, you know, how words matter and where these things come from. And it's why we use sometimes a seemingly odd lexicon because it, it, it allows us to not fall into that trap, the cognitive trap, the, the, the language trap that we all exactly. do as humans. You're going to do it to some extent. Anyway, we all have terms that we use that, that once you find out the history behind it, you're like, well, that's, I didn't, didn't know that, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. but, but it didn't mean I meant anything by it. It just meant I was using a term that I learned and I thought it meant one thing, but turns out the history behind it is much worse. So you, you do have to be careful about that. And, and, you know, going back to this, this idea of the beware the Ides of March, it's, you know, it, it's really just a beware of the historical significance of everything around you. I, I, I think beware of serotonin. You could have said. You, you get what I'm yeah. trying to say? I, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I, you could have said, beware on, of circadian rhythms, right? 
elaborate on the serotonin part. I know so, I, I get what you're saying because it's the, it's more the light seasons now. Triggers the time. more serotonin. Yeah, yeah. So I eat better. I I sleep better. Uh, I'm, happier. Uh, I'm getting more nutrition and I'm happier. So yeah. so we could we could put our face. Uh, let, let me give you a, uh, two off the cuff ones if I can. So the shave date. Uh, <laughs> you would think that Eric Collier. The, sh- the shave date is a term the, for uh, one of our uh, good friends. Collier. Okay, <laughs> greatest human ever. And he's so simple. So, so one day we were walking around in Indianapolis, uh, uh, waiting for a building to open where we were going to do training uh, an hour and a half away at Muscatatuck. But we had to buy some gear because around Muscatatuck there was no stores. Stores. Yeah. So he goes through, and as he's going through, he gets an eye patch and he puts it on. <laughs> and he's wearing it through the the <laughs> business. And and so I look at him and I go, do you know the significance of the eye patch? He goes, yeah, it's national talk like a pirate day. Arr! And, you know, Collier, it's yeah. hilarious. I go, stop for a minute. Do you know why pirates wear eye patches? And everybody out there that's listening to my question right now is going to come up with, yeah, you get shit in your eye and it's bad. And, you know, you got it cut out by some pirate with a hook. No, you wear the eye patch because you're going down into the hold where the ammunition and, yeah. and the sleeping area and the food is, and then you're coming up into the bright sunlight. So what you would do is you would cover one eye. So when you came up, you could switch the eye patch and you wouldn't have a, 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 a your eye blown and be, you know, snow blind or light blind. And, and Collier knew the answer. And I sat back and I go, why does he know the answer? Because he's a scout sniper. And it was imperative that he knew or he could die you see see the difference so right. that's an important thing so so joking about international talk like a pirate day leading you to understand that the eye patch was uh, uh, just a cop needs an eye patch if they're going to be chasing a suspect and a suspect goes from outside inside and then to the basement the unlit basement well we have another thing uh, what's that equalizer? It's called a flashlight now. Right. But they didn't have the flashlight, Brian. So, so again, whoever wrote that piece of history, if it was 1990s Brian again, it might be very different. So why did I bring up the shave date? Because the shave date knew of the significance because it was a matter of life and death. And whenever it's, things, and that's March, when, whenever it's a matter of life and death, we take it more seriously. If it's born out of necessity, right, yes, then we, we, we are always going to attribute significance to it because it is, because it's literally, it's it's necessary for our survival or, or you yep. know, to innovate for future survival of, of all of us. No, and that's, that's where, where this stuff comes from. And, you know, I, I think um, there's... You know, talking about this, there's a whole bunch uh, of other things that are linked to what we're talking about, because I think this episode of Beware the Ides of March is going to be the first. And I think the next episode should literally be, you know, April is the cruelest month kind of thing. Right. Because absolutely love it. Just so much because because Beware the Ides of March is big. Uh, we talk about the significant dates that happen in April all the time. You know, we've we mentioned a few on here, and there's going to be a few more that we mentioned as yep. well. But that they they kind of lead into one another, right? And and that You're becomes exactly that, right. that's that, a great great chain, Brian. That, great that, chain. that 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 time. So I I think this should be sort of like a a two part episode at a minimum to get into. Okay, if if I have to be where the Ides of March and everything we just talked about, well, we don't really have to. I just have to understand the significance behind it. Then why is April the cruelest month? And I think that that could be the the, the next one because you you did mention great segue uh, some some of those uh, significant events, and so I, I think we could dive into deep on those. But um, what you know, what are 
what do I need to take away from this episode, right? If, so, if we're so saying, the, it, you know right. what I mean? After everything it, we just so talked about, the significance, so what? what's the, what's the, so what, what's the, what's the bottom line takeaway? So let's do a with them. What's in it for me? So you and I have talked about an hour. And during that hour, every incident that we talked about was in March. The only thing that didn't fit the March incident is when we talked about the dog days of summer and we gave an explanation yeah, of it was comparative a, for July and August. It was a comparative okay. to Ides of March. I, yeah, so to yeah. balance that, right? Yeah. So now we're talking about March and why March and why this part of our awakening is important. So I would tell you that you can go one of two ways. And, and I'm oversimplifying the shit out of it, but for a reason. So uh, in March, uh, the sarin gas attack, uh, Tokyo subway. Yeah. Uh, um, Shinrikyo. The, exactly. Yeah, you I remember, remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, 12 uh, died, 5,000 uh, were injured. So I can choose to know that that happened in the, the next few days, and I can let that uh, uh, change how I approach life over the next few days in the subway and everything else. Or I can think about on the same exact day, at the same time that the attack happened, uh, uh, B.F. Skinner was born in 1904. Wow. And you know, I'm a Skinnerite. I yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, love our American psychologist. Yeah. And, you know, his uh, behaviorism is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. the fundamental underpinnings of a lot yeah, for of what conditioning we do. for training, especially. So I, mean, I, was... I can either think down, hey, it's Skinner month. You get what yeah, I'm trying to yeah. say? Or I can think, hey, it's it's sarin gas attack month. And and I'm telling you, life is that simple sometimes, Brian. So yeah. I'm not going to let the wrong things coalesce and create my reality. I'm going to understand my life, and I'm going to write my own uh, reality based on uh, uh, accurate uh, time, place, data, calendar, dates, history, uh, rather than just have the... Oh, the wind blew from the West this time. That doesn't happen. That means the UFOs are coming. And I find it, is it, is it, um, you know, is it random or is it significant that you just brought up Skinner? But before we hopped on here, I talked about a 20 minute uh, uh, Simpsons recap thing that I saw with exactly. Principal Skinner as one of the main exactly. characters. So but is think that, about that. You, yeah, yeah. So, but, but the string theory behind it is Skinner's behaviorism was a big part of the early Simpsons because you remember uh, Skinner had the, the the Skinner box, the controlled environment. Uh, and, and on the Simpsons, they had that wild scientist that had the box and they were all sitting around and they could buzz each other. And so Bart and Lisa were just buzzing each other to make them shake and they, they are all buzzing Homer just to make them laugh. So much of what we find funny is funny because of our history. It's funny because of our science, because of our understanding. And guess what? The other part of our uh, deep, rich interest in comedy is from the stuff that scares us, that we don't understand. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't understand for a long time where the sun went. So that was a large part of our religion back there. When the moon came out, we weren't sure what that. You were talking about it, the lunacy, okay? Uh, lunatic. Those come from lunar. Uh, they talk about the moon. So uh, uh, sometimes, and I, just the last thing I want to hit on too, you, you brought up such a great point with the lexicon. I created Gregisms because I didn't know what things were. And so the word I came up with ended up having more significance and meaning to me until later in life that I found out there were actually already terms for some of those. What do you think I used? Do you think I adopted the the new term that I just learned? Or do you think that I used the right, thing that I've been with, using for yeah. 60 years? So it doesn't make something wrong 
just because a person explains it differently than you do. If the core competency is right, then I give them credit for it. And what do we always say, Brian? Show your work. If yeah. you can show me how you drew that reasonable conclusion and you can point to the artifacts and evidence, then you're right, even if you got the answer wrong. And what I mean by that is we don't rush the conclusions. We take a good long time to, to draw a conclusion. That's why we don't just get on and say, hey, hit play and talk shit. What, what we do is yeah. we make sure we're talking about stuff that we have researched and known and you, lived and seen, you know? Well, that, that, that's, that comes with being, you know, responsible with how you, you know, uh, uh, distribute, disseminate information. And I, I, I think agree. that's important, especially now, because everyone's confused as to what's real, what isn't, what's up, what's down. And we're going, look, just stick with what's been true throughout history and throughout time. And that's likely to be continue to be true uh, tomorrow. That's why, wow, all so these true. cultures worship the sun. Well, if the one thing that you knew that you, that was that the one thing that you could rely on, like I can always, that's the joke I make is, do you know, I know one thing absolute true has been true every single day of my life. That's the sun has risen in the East and it's set in the West. Right. I can prove that's happened every single day that I've been alive. So guess what? That's pretty damn important to me. Uh, more important. Exactly that's right. the only thing that's, that I can tell you has happened every single day of my life. Right. So it, it just goes into, to, you know, what what we attribute value to again and exactly uh, i right. think we we hit on a lot on this march subject so i'm excited no, i love it so i'm anxious for april yeah if we got this much out of march wait wait folks wait april, till, wait till, a lot more connections i wait bet. till you see april um no this <laughs> how's that ambrosia brian <laughs> exactly that is a deep family guy reference that i will not be repeating on this episode our guests will be looking that up I know. um so that's uh I, I think that that's a good sort of yeah. spot to bring in for a landing uh again well this will be out next week so i guess it'll be the, the 21st of march when everyone's listening to this hopefully if you listen to it when it when it releases um we have more coming everyone if you're listening uh we do obviously as well have the the patreon site so please check yeah. that out we're just gonna have you're gonna have early access to stuff that we have coming up on the arcadia side on our business sort of side but but on here uh you know if you're listening one we appreciate it Two, please share it with your friends if you enjoyed the episode and also reach out to us leftofgreg at gmail.com. You know, we get to people's questions. We love yes. answering questions that people have. We love getting to topics that people want to hear us talk about. Uh, again, I kind of, I, I mentioned it briefly earlier. Sometimes we don't always cover everything right away or we wait till something comes out. Uh, that kind of thing, because there's usually we see something in it where there's an ongoing or there's going to be more to the story. Precisely. And it's not that we're waiting to be secure in our prediction. It's, what we're waiting for is the other shoe to fall because yeah. many times the journalists rush to get to be first, not right. to be most accurate. And Brian and I truly believe in being more accurate than being first. Uh, accuracy wins uh, gunfights. I know that. Hands um, down. And, uh, you know, um, I think quality is always better than quantity. And, and that's a be you know not always prevalent today but if we if we we stick to that sort of theme uh you really can't go wrong so i agree so I agree. we'll we'll continue to stick to that so um any last words greg i think that's good yeah i i would say this i would say folks our mcgraw hill uh textbook yeah. is coming out soon 
start saving your money. It's going to cost about the same amount as your first car or your first house, uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be the origin. It's going to be the, the, where everything started and you're going to love it. Uh, but you may have to pay an in installments just it, like your college education. It won't be that expensive. It's just, I don't know. We're limited in what we can do with the price. So, yeah, cause it's just us. Exactly. Yeah. Well that, and there's, you know, there, we, we have so much control over it, but we're, we're, we're we're getting that out very soon. So stay tuned, sign up the website, uh, reach out to us and check out the Patreon side. Those, those folks on the Patreon side will have early access and discounts. Everything. So so, everything. And they get pictures. We send them and show them pictures. Sometimes they don't want. (laughs) Contact them at their work. Well, thanks everyone for, for tuning in. Uh, we do appreciate it. And don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks, but if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you for your support.